You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. The thing is, I mean, I don't know how many people have seen this. I don't know how many people saw these things that I was liking. Everybody did. It's, I want to say, well, I had, I got messages about it. That's thankfully somebody wrote me and said, hey, you know, buddy, I think you might have been hacked unless you really like these pages, in which case, you know, How many pages no did you like during the hacking? Let's say alleged hacking. It was not alleged. we don't know either way. It was not alleged. And honestly, I don't know what all I liked, but I know some of them and I have no idea what teen swag is or whatever it was called. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be founded. Thank you for finding us. All right. I uh, want to say we're back from our, from our uh, Christmas break. From our Christmas vacation? Yes, indeed. Well, I wouldn't say it was a vacation, but it was a break. No, it was a, oh, yes, it was the a vacation. Break. It was next a pause. Week. That's next week. That, that's yes. true. Vacation is next yes, week. Yes, that's, that's next week, but we did take a, a couple of day break there for the holidays. I hope everybody had a good one. Whatever you celebrate or whatever you do, I just, oh, I hope you had a good time. That's all I can say. That was really good and wholesome. Hey, well, you know, I, I, I hope do. you just had a swell time. I hope you had a real love, Greg. Darn hooting time, if that's <laughs> what you like. If you don't like hooting, well, I hope you did just didn't have a darn time because that's not as much fun. That was my down homie time of kind of thing. Down homie. Down homie. What are you? Are you like the mammoth independence, like gangster? Like I'm your down homie. No, no, that's not how that works either. All right, I'm gonna drop everything I was saying. Anyway, hope you guys had a good holiday. Uh, I do did. Remind Thank everybody. you for asking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I do want to remind everybody as well that. If you're going to be purchasing anything with those fancy gift cards you got from Amazon over the holidays, go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link, which is right there at the top of the page, um, because it does help us out tremendously. So go there to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link to use those gift cards. I I myself got some gift cards, and Mm -hmm. so I'm going to be using them in that way. All right, let's get to the bottom line here, because I need to make an announcement about something that happened... um, that happened with my page. Now, I know, you know, probably the majority of people that listen to the show don't follow me on Facebook or are friends with my, my personal page. But there is, a, there is a large number of people that I'm friends with on there. And I would say the majority of them are people I don't really know probably that well. And, <laughs> you know, or, uh, you know, or that, that I've maybe encountered once or twice. Uh-huh. And here's the thing. So they apparently over this weekend at some <laughs> point and I don't know when how long was it up do you know I don't know <laughs> I don't know because I still had access to it myself but someone hacked in to my Facebook account and that is one of those things that it's terrifying to me because I don't know what they're liking and I got this message I think it was well they're hacking in which means they're reading all of your stuff they like were they... reading what I was posting or they had access to it anyway they did and they had access to I mean, luckily, there's not a whole lot of personal, other personal information I store on my Facebook account, but who knows? Mm-hmm. They could have got something. And somebody, anyway, from wherever they were, they were on, I could tell this much because you can go into the activity log, and I did see it was from a Windows 7 machine somewhere. I don't even know what that means. It, it means a, a, a machine that was, you don't know what that means? It was, a, it was a machine, it was a computer that was running Windows 7. Okay. Windows 7 is old. All right. That, that's an older 
operating system. Okay. Most people aren't on Windows so an 7 old anymore. old operating system was able to strategically hack into your Facebook. Well, account. it doesn't, it's not going to be, that doesn't matter so much. It just means somebody had an old, older computer. And the, the thing is, though, it was liking these pages. And, and this guy, Aaron, wrote me, who, Aaron, I probably haven't, this Aaron, I haven't talked to in years and years and years. And he saw it on Facebook. I mean, I used to work with him back in KPSU, like, yeah, a long time ago. And he saw it and wrote me like, hey, dude, just wanted to let you know that you're liking. So it wasn't just Teen, teen Swag. I, or I'll explain what that one is here in a minute. Yeah, I want to know what that is because that sounds amazing. Because that's one that I found on my own. That sounds he like something saw, from a terrible Lifetime movie that I've watched. Oh, no. No, I've discovered all about it now. And see, apparently he said... Um, I think a spam bot got a hold of your account because you liked everything that Dagnet has put out over the last few weeks, which is a lot. Whoa. Anyway, he had some weird stuff to happen to my account, so I thought I would ping you. So I don't know if it just went back and like liked old posts. I guess I should clarify with you him. You probably should see. what. Have you gone through all of your activity? I haven't and- gone through because I'm afraid to. I'm afraid to. I went through, I went through probably the last few days. And I started deleting stuff that are, are unliking posts. But I found out this. I did apparently like everything that this Dagnet site posted. Which Dagnet? Is Dag, Dagnet, or is it Dang It? Let me let me pull it up here. Whatever it is. Can we play the old-timey music for you? I don't know where it is. Gosh darn it. Dagnabbit. Is it Dagnabbit? Dagnet or Dang. Dang. DJN. I don't know. I don't know what it's called. I deleted it off of there. I'll have to see if I can find it again. But it, uh, that one was a whole bunch of posts. I'll tell you what's on it. It's a whole bunch of things where it's like, you know your significant other is cheating on you when they post this. Oh, Like wow. those kind of links. And I was liking those posts. I was liking those so things. So even people like random people who don't listen to the show who will never hear clarifying statements from yes. this have seen things like on their timeline, just like Greg Nibbler likes... Teen net. No, or that's it was. something else. They yes, they have seen that as well. No, they saw those posts. They saw me liking posts like that. Like um, I keep you know I keep it real on Facebook because I do this or like things like that. Like crap like that. Oh, the embarrassing stuff. Right. Or find out. One of them was uh, find out. Were there any boner pills? Well, you just went straight to boner pills? Well, I mean, usually when people get hacked, like it's like, hey, I wasn't feeling like a real man until I tried this testosterone pill. Whenever people get hacked, that's the one that I see. I hope not. Oh, I don't God. know. I don't know. I'm trying to look back now and see if I did like anything about boner pills. I hope I didn't. Oh, God, did I like boner pills? <laughs> <laughs> I'm perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with it if you need them, but I don't need them. Oh, this is just awkward. It's being asked, do you reuse passwords across different websites? Thankfully, no. No. So I should be okay on that end to where they wouldn't be able to get into something else. Hopefully. Although I don't know. I don't know what kind of, if they really wanted to go into it, I don't know what you could reset through mine or not. Um, But yeah, I was liking a bunch of different posts like that. And then the other one that I was liking apparently a lot of was Teen Swag. Or, Or excuse me, is it Swag Teens? Swag Teens, I believe it is. And so... Swag Teens? Swag Teens, which is a news media website for teens. Um, And I was liking everything on their page. So creepy. So goddamn creepy. creepy. Now, in case you've never heard this show before, I am not a teen. 
and nor should I be on a teen. I don't think anyone who has heard Facebook this first part of the liking. show would ever think you were a teen. Nor should I be on you there are- liking anything on a teen site. And it was, oh god, like some. I, I don't even understand like- what some of the things are that I was liking. Oh my god! Like one of them is a. It says. Like equals birthday boy. Heart, heart, heart. And then it's a picture of Eminem, and it says like under it. And then a picture of Bieber, and it says comment. I, I don't know what that means. Wait, so you liked that or you commented? I liked it. Oh, wow. You're, you're liking pictures they weren't of Eminem commenting. and Justin Bieber? Yes. Yes, and I don't even know what the hell that means. I don't know. I don't know what that... I don't know what it means. I mean, and then some of the stuff... <sighs> There's like I was terrified that it would have been I was terrified was liking like some like racist page or something like that. Like, oh, my God, I hope what is what has my account been up to? What have I been doing online? And it wasn't that. But mostly it was just these stupid teen things. Like, here's one like equals king of pop. And then it's a picture of Michael Jackson. Rest in peace. Smiley face emoticons or crying face emoticons. Five thousand likes equals one R.I.P. Don't scroll without typing R.I.P. And I liked that. What? Yeah. Yeah. I do, Again, I don't even know what that means. I, none of it. I don't understand. None of it makes sense. I don't know if this is something that teens understand, but it's not my world. It's not my place, and I don't belong in there. And apparently I was liking these things, and I don't know who all saw me liking these things. That's amazing. Yeah. That is the most amazing thing. Yeah. That's... Here's one that's a picture of a baby. It says, if you scroll, you're heartless. Like. Did you like that one as well? Apparently. Apparently I did. (sighs) This is the weirdest site. I don't understand. I don't know if kids do this. I don't know either. I have no idea. I I don't know what what it means or what's. It's uh, the bottom line is uh, just to clarify for anybody out there who is. A friend of mine on Facebook and who listens to this show and was unaware of the situation, I was in fact hacked and I did not intentionally like those pages. If you saw me like something that seems a little bit suspicious, like it's not generally, it's then just going to be usually him because he's going through a midlife crisis and it's probably something that he actually likes. What? Are you telling people that if it, if it looks like you liked something that you wouldn't normally like, then it's not really you? What are you? I don't even know where you're going with this. What are you saying? No, well, what were you saying? I'm saying I'm not liking teen community sites. I'm saying I don't even know who you are anymore. You're over there singing like the hip hop hits of today, and then you're liking teen community sites. I don't know what's real and what's not, Greg. I'm saying some people might be confused. I I don't. I I'm not liking teen swag sites. I can tell you this. <laughs> I like my friend my friends' posts. Uh, I like sometimes like events, and I like uh, sometimes maybe if it's a science thing or something funny. Maybe I'll, I'll like it. Generally, it's not going to be teen memes. It's not going to be that. So if you saw me like something like that, please disregard and and stop judging me. So have you gone through and seen anything else? I want to know if there's anything. These else. are the ones that I was deleted. I I don't know. I have to go back in my activity page further to see what it is. I don't know if I unlike it. If then that's going to make something pop up. You know, I I don't know. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about what's going on and what it is that my account has been up to. So there we go. I just wanted to get it out there. If you saw me liking these things, I did not actually like them. I think I've clarified it enough. (sighs) 
I think I've clarified it enough. I don't know. So was that the most exciting thing that happened to you over this past weekend? It's it's not. It's not the most exciting <laughs> thing, but that was it was the most terrifying thing. Sure. Well, kind of. Uh, I did do something else over this weekend. So of course I had a wonderful holiday. I will say that. Oh my and goodness, then, I did too. And uh, yeah, great Christmas with the with the family. It was a lot of fun. And the the hip hop song thing that you're referencing, Sarah. The reason that's happening is because my brother. Decided to instantly annoy me when I when I picked him up, him and uh, him and Bernadette up, and I picked them up to drive them down for Christmas. I picked them up from the airport. They flew up from San Diego, and Jeff apparently had Hotline Bling from Drake stuck in his head, and so he just kept singing it over and over. And I got annoyed for a long time, and then it indoctrinated me, and then I started singing it, and so that's why I brought it into the studio today, and I've mm. been uh, forcing it upon you. But you're really like you've been latching onto a lot of pop culture like music. Like lately, you know a lot of it. The only reason I know a Justin Bieber song exists is because you sang it in the studio before. Oh yeah, what's the what's the one that he always? All, all I know is the "What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean?" <sighs> yeah, okay. I, I shouldn't be admitting these things on air. This is off-air conversation anyway. I don't know why this was brought up on air. Yeah, no, that's where that came from, and so I like to inflict that annoyance this upon you. You pointed out how you just glossed over the fact that I said I had a good holiday. You're like, awesome. Let me talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do for your holiday, Sarah? I had a great time. Thank you, Greg. Did you? That is so nice of participate you in your traditions. I sure did. I drank some malt liquor with some of my um, my best girlfriends who live in Bremerton. Um, went hung out with the Very family. Very classy. Watched a couple incredible Lifetime movies, which I do want to give a review of. I, w- I will do it tomorrow. I'm going to announce now that I'm giving a li- uh, two Lifetime reviews. I think only one per show would be appropriate. All right. Well, then one tomorrow and one Wednesday. Okay. All right. So All right. I watched two amazing um, movies. If, if anyone wants to vote in the chat, because it's going to happen regardless. So uh, neither of them isn't going to be an option. So I watched two. One of them was called uh, Social Nightmare. <laughs> starring. Uh, was that my life because of what uh, happened? <laughs> starring a totally plastic surgery, like completely deformed uh, Daryl Hannah. It was, oh, she done the whole. It's it's so bad that my sister and I were watching it, and Heather goes, "Wow, that woman looks like uh, Daryl Hannah. She had a lot of really really bad plastic surgery." Oh, and I'm like, "So much." It no. doesn't even. I'm like, "Oh no, that is that is Daryl Hannah." So there was social nightmare, and then I also watched a brand new Lifetime movie called "Stalked by My Doctor." St- stalked. By my doctor. Stalked by my doctor and Social Nightmare. Those are the two that I watched. I'm really excited to talk about them. Okay. Um, yes. All right. But uh, all in all, it was great. Hung out with you know my sister. She's indeed still very pregnant. And um, yeah, just had a great time in Bremerton. I love I love visiting. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Good well, that's family good. time. That's That sounds like good family time. So thank you for asking, Greg. I'm glad that I got to give a little bit of my part. Now let's get back to you. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to share? Anything you want to share with the rest of us? Did you do... I, I don't know. You you sang. You drank malt liquor by the by the water. Mm-hmm. You I did all those things. Lifetime movies. I did. Yep. Yep. Um. Yeah. That saw a bunch of old friends. Sang some karaoke. Found out the Bremerton karaoke like like they don't like to sing any song in Bremerton that is later than 1998. Oh, it's really? All okay. Like, all right. It's all like songs that I didn't even know they had karaoke versions of, like bad night, like late mid to late '90s songs mm-hmm. that you know were like one hit wonders or something that you wouldn't even think would exist in a karaoke book. Like but, what? Do they have low? Do they have low by Cracker? Oh yeah, totally songs like that. Like ones that I kind of vaguely like. Once you start hearing it, you remember the words to the song, and then as you're remembering it, you're like, why the hell is somebody actually choosing to sing this? Hmm. Do they have the eels? The eels? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, do they have do they have hum? 
Those I, are all one-hit wonders that I listened to. Okay, well, it was. It, I this think sounds like mainstream. it sounds like a place that I would really like. I think you those were mainstream songs. They all had hits. I think you would have loved it. Smash Man, she's Mouth. Out that yes. Counting stars. Somebody uh, actually did sing some Smash Mouth. I think she missed the train to Mars. She's out back counting stars. Mm-hmm. People are saying the chat. LFO. Okay, good, good reference. Someone's LFO. saying, okay, that's enough talking, Sarah. Let's Steal hear more about Greg's sunshine. internet problems. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Len. Oh, what was LFO then? Uh, I don't know, but I just shamed you. Oh. There was some Chumbawamba. Oh, you did shame me. Someone sang some Chumbawamba, which made me very happy. I love Tub Thumping. Oh, yeah. Good good song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still have a connection to get that guy on the show. I always forget about that. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. I, I know somebody that knows him. Well, hey, I don't mean to brag. I mean, but I'm I not totally trying to say I'm a big deal. Who knows somebody in Chumbawamba? Uh, let me just <laughs> let people know that. Can we get Chumbawamba to play our listener party, please? Just, I don't know. Probably. Okay. I mean, I think we should. I'm we, sure you could. And they can just play tub thumping over and over and over oh, again goodness. for like an hour. Yeah, that'll that'll sell out like a like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you probably like, come could and see Sarah and Greg and Chumbawamba. I'm sure it's. I'm sure it's possible to hire Ch- Chumbawamba to play. Are they still a band? I don't know if they're. I mean, still I bet we. I bet if. I mean, if you paid enough money, I can guarantee. Yeah, Alex is saying, "Oh, they play the early and... stuff." Their early stuff is really good. Chumbawamba. I don't know their actually, early stuff. It, it's good. They're you know, a, all right, a decent band. All right, you know who had good early stuff, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to put it out there. I know who you're going to say. Let me guess. Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray's I knew you were gonna say first that. <laughs> album was pretty good. Somebody did sing Fly, too. At See, the this was all place. before Fly. Before Fly. Fly is when it all changed. Then they went into that band. But was before that... morning there's a no, something hanging from... That was after Fly. Oh, okay. But no, this is all before Fly. Sugar Ray actually wasn't... They, they, were, they were pretty heavy. They, they were more like a metal... They were a metal band. Uh, well, anyway, I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there. Mark um, McGrath was pretty metal. At one point in time, yes, it's very difficult to believe that now. But yeah, at one point, yes. Well, we'll see if we can get Chumba Wumba to play at the next listener party. Okay. So there we go. We'll, right. we'll look into this. Big goals. Yes. Oh, uh, uh-oh, it's being noted in the live chat. Breaking news. Breaking news. Chumba Wumba broke up in 2012. No! Maybe we could be the thing that puts them back together. We've had though. a courage reunion. Why not have a Chumbawamba reunion? Right. We'll see what we can do to make this happen. Oh, Chumba. Maybe they did it like a share, like the goodbye tours. Maybe they're just doing that to toy with their fans' emotions. Like Motley Crue, because you know Motley Crue is going to come back and tour again. They said it was their last tour. They're like lying. the last, last, last tour. And then they sign like a pact saying they would never do it again. And then two years from now, they're going to do a big thing where they burn the pact and then they all tour again. It's going to happen. Chumbawamba? Oh, no. They did break up. Oh, no. Well, I'm sorry. Listener party's off, everyone. Oh, the no. The supposed listener party we were planning. Wow. Chumbawamba has eight members. Did you know that? I, I, yeah, I, get, I don't know. That's a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot of Chumbawambas. Don't really. Never really got into the Chumbawambas. Oh. I mean, you know, they're, they're there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway. What was I going to do? Oh, the other thing that I did over the weekend. This was before pre-holidays, but it was post-work uh, right before right before Christmas Eve. Is de- December 23rd is when I did this. Um, I went on what's becoming a thing. Now, I'm considering, speaking of events, I'm considering setting up some kind of a, a tour group where I lead tours around the city. 
They have because, that already. Well, I, but not this kind of tour. I don't believe anybody is doing the kind of tour that Tristan and I have been embarking on. I don't think anybody's doing these kinds of tours. And these these are tours of... Let me say this. There's there's so many people moving to Portland, Oregon right now. I mean, there's just so there's tons of people. Everything's growing. Everything's changing. Buildings getting knocked down. All these condos going up. But there's certain areas of the city that are not changing, that are just as they were probably 20 years ago, the same as they are today. Probably 40 years ago, the same as they are today. And these are the parts of East Portland so far that we've explored. Now, there's other places that we have been going on our random bar tours too. Mm-hmm. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we did one where we went far, for, further south. Now, these are areas of town in Portland, just for a little bit of a geography lesson. These are the outer outer sections of Portland. Now it's pushed, the outer limits. Now it's pushed mostly past like 70th up to 82nd, the, and then further out from there and south of Powell, I would say. Although there's there's a little bit of crossover there. These are the areas of town that are known as felony flats because there's. And at least traditionally, an inordinate amount of crimes that are committed in these areas, and they tend to be a little bit rougher. Lots a little of rougher. crimes, lots of crimes. They are a little bit rougher. I mean, they're like Portland rougher, but still, yeah. I mean, there's lots of there are lots of drugs. Like yes, it's like meth. It's the meth capital. But see, I look at it as more like like more like I am along the lines of like a National Geographic like explorer. Like I'm I'm documenting natives the the activity that they're they're engaging in you know the people that are what pushing shopping territory. carts and fornicating in dumpsters. Well, there's that that I'm sure that happens. Yeah, I mean, it I'm, does happen. I see it happen. Like every time I'm walking, counting prostitutes as they wobble down the street. Well, that's part of it as well. But no, it's going into their establishments and like you know embedding yourself in there and just trying to document you know this this specific communities that are that are out in these parts. In the felony flats parts. And so a couple of weeks ago, we did one where that's where we ended up finding out about um, a man named Vic who was at this tiny little bar that we were at who apparently Vic uh, gets real pissed off if you turn off his music. And we learned about Vic. We learned about... Oh, that um, was the last time, right? It was, it was pretty interesting to see. Now, did I, you go I to did like have, new places? We went to new places. Yes. We went to new places that were... It was a different direction. And a new direction. A new direction. Mm-hmm. A new direction. And we went further out this time. Oh. Like I'm talking about 122nd. Oh, I used past. to work out there. Yes. Yes. Past where you used to work. Yeah, there are lots of shootings around where I used to there work. There are a lot yeah. of shootings. There are a lot of shootings. And so here's the here's the thing. We went out there and um I found out a lot about people that that are that are out in these further places, and one of the things that I, that I learned right away was this, and that is that people uh, people tend to spit a lot more out there. What do you mean they tend to spit? Like there's a lot of spitting, like a lot of walking into the bar and a lot of just like hawking loogies. It's the meth that dries your mouth out. I'm sure. Is that what it is? Well, I don't know. I would assume if you're smoking I don't some know. sort of chemical substance, it's probably going to dry out the insides of your mouth. Well, I don't know. Why are you saying it so angrily at me? I don't. I don't know. I'm no, saying I'm like not, I don't know. I'm. I'm not being angry. I'm saying I don't. I, I would just assume that meth heads have dry mouths. Yeah, yeah. I. I'm not really sure exactly what it was, but there are. There was a lot of a lot of people spitting, and it was kind of gross. <sighs> You know what's funny? Now that you bring that up, uh, at the place I used to work at, the now it's it's not it doesn't exist anymore. I can say, but it, the dog house, that yeah. bar that I worked at on 122nd, which was just terrifying. Um, 
because when I worked there, I forgot every night, like I had to learn because I didn't know at first what somebody had asked for because someone walked in. They're like, hey, can I get a spitter? And I thought it was some sort of shot or something. I'm like, and I was asking my friend, I'm like, What's oh, that? they were actually like chewing. Yeah. So someone's like, what's I, I was like, oh, what's a spitter? And he's like, oh, he means like a spit cup. And so we had like these plastic cups that we'd set aside that you take the cup, then you fold up a paper napkin, put it on the bottom of the cup. And it's a so spitter. it doesn't like soak through or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can't like really see it. But I mean. I made those constantly when I was working there. Now that you bring up the spitting thing, like it's ah. true. People, even people that weren't chewing, were like spitting into cups. Yeah, and see, I don't even know if these people were chewing. They were just yeah. You're spitting. right. There was a lot of spitting. They just spit a lot. Yeah, it was. It was something that, I and mean, I noticed it at pretty much every place that we went to. There was just these dudes like, you know, spitting. It was really. It's pretty gross. I'm not a big fan of the spitting. No, I'm not a fan of the spitting. The, the public. I mean, you know, I get sometimes you gotta. I don't know. You don't need to do it like that, though. But it's like making it's like they do it to make a scene of it, mm-hmm. so that everybody can see them spit on onto the ground or whatever they're spitting on. Well, I don't really quite get it. Yeah, that's true. And Keelan does bring up a good point. It says dry mouth means you don't have any saliva to spit. That's true. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't. I don't know. Don't, I don't I, know what the consequences of meth are on the yeah. on the body. And I, I'm going to be honest. I don't think these people were on meth. Necessarily, Wait, I mean. So do you think? So you think that on your tour? I think they're doing it on purpose. Like it's. They, it's like I think marking? they think it's cool. Is it like a dog like peeing on something? Like it's making it their property? I don't know. I'm not really sure what the what the actual goal is with it. I mean, it's definitely to be noticed because mm-hmm. they're not doing it like discreetly. It's a very much a, a public scene, a, a, a display, if you will. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the actual reasoning is behind it. Yeah. But there was that, like that. That was one of the one of the main things I noticed. Um, also, overhearing some conversations that were conversations that I wouldn't or, ordinarily hear. Wait, I do want to ask though, why you think that this would be a lucrative tour? Oh, here's the thing. Well, this anybody. is why because this sounds. I, I'm terrible. getting to the money selling part. Okay, I was going to say because I in no way want to spend any money going on <laughs> a tour of shitty bars on 122nd with you. But here's the thing, though, you don't know what's out there. It's it's part of exploring. You know, it's part of being an explorer and observing these kinds of activities that are going on around you that you've never been aware of. And it's it's a it's like traveling back in time. Like this is what used to be inner Portland, where all these people are moving to, where they think it's all cool now. Mm -hmm. This is what it used to be. It used to be like that. Oh, yeah. And so this way they can get an appreciation of the strides that Portland has made and where the where everything is now by traveling back and out to explore what Port- the Portland that used to be. Like, it's the ultimate, like, I don't know. I don't know what you would call it. Like, it's the ultimate retro tour. You're seeing what, what Portland used to be, but it still exists there. It's like going to a museum. Going to a museum. There it is. It's like it's an like ancient a- Portland relic. Yes. Yes. That's like what it's like. Like the late 90s. Like, if you want to really experience what the late 90s Portland was like. Right. past 82nd. Uh-huh. Yeah, on but Greg's only to the places tour, that. Like pub crawl of sadness. Yeah. And Tristan's involved in this, too. So it, it would be G&T's, uh, and I have not discussed this with him, uh, G&T's, like, old Portland tour or something like that. G&T take you to Felony Flats or something like that. Oh, God, you're going to have to have them sign, like, liability waivers so they don't get shot or something. Well, no, if they do, I don't, I don't want to have anything mm-hmm. to do with that. I'm not going to be part of that. <sighs> That's pretty much what it is. Uh, it's being asked if you went to Heidi's of Gresham. I did not. I, we didn't, didn't, go out, didn't go out that far. We only made it to 122nd on this one. Did you go to the Pitiful Princess? 
I did not go to any. Um, no, I forgot about that place. I've never been there. Me neither. I've always wanted to just go. the name alone. I kind of want to go in there just well, to see yeah. what it looks like. Clearly, but no, I did not go to any any um, any uh, establishments where ladies were declothing themselves, <laughs> or at least not for pay. <laughs> not for pay. That's yeah. true. Probably could have. It probably was happening. I just didn't see. Well, one thing that so a couple other things oh, that Kristen's I noticed. Saying like, that's a pretty good name. See, I think it think it might actually work. Uh, Desmond says, write this up and sell it to Portlandia. Yeah. No. Yeah. Well, uh, so so a couple of other things I noticed. The conversations are a bit more, they don't hold back to the social norms. Mm. Uh, it's one was, and I kid you not, this is what the bartender was talking about. This was a lady bartender at a bar and it was just. You mean just a bartender, Greg? Well, it's important that the, this factors into it. So, it's, yes, yes, just a bartender. I don't know what gender she was. I have no idea. I didn't look. No, it, it factors into it because she was in particular talking about her boyfriend or her ex-boyfriend. Excuse me. Uh-oh. Ex-boyfriend. Trouble in paradise. So, so this this uh, lady was talking about, um, it's being known as lady bartender. I didn't say lady bartender. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. I'm, try, I'm trying to like clarify. I'm something. a lady podcaster. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Now I'm going to. Introduce you as that. <laughs> yes. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Lady Podcaster Sarah <laughs> with Lady Podcaster Sarah Dillon. There was a bartender who was female. She was talking about her ex-boyfriend. And this is what she told us. Like, I didn't ask for this information. Somehow the topic of... The topic of Japan came up. And then she, it was mentioned not by me or Tristan, by somebody else. I don't even think Tristan heard this conversation, to be honest. With the lady bartender? Yes, with the lady bartender, with this this particular conversation. I believe he was in the bathroom or something when this happened. Um, so this other guy was like, yeah, you know, they can you can buy used underwear and vending machines there. It's true. And then they proceeded to engage in a conversation where she said, this is so gross. I, I feel weird even saying this, but I'm telling you this is part of the experience. Wait, first of all, what's the cross street at this point? Where are you, like, in the hundreds? Hundred and probably seventh, eighth. Okay. Yeah, somewhere out there. All right, so you're you're going in deep. Yes. All right. And she proceeded to explain how... I'll do my best. I'll do my best interpretation. Well, my ex-boyfriend, he... Yeah, he, he used to buy underwear and then for me and then have me wear it. I'd wear it for like a day and then he'd take it and sell it on, on Craigslist. And make like all kinds of money Ew! on it. That's what she said. That's what she said. I didn't oh. ask for this story. I didn't want this information. I didn't comment on it. That's what she said. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah, it's being no. This was early in the night. It's true. We we, we were on the hundred and seventh eighth. Yeah, that was one of the conversations that she had. And after that, then. We, we left there. That Then you were kind of lost your, yeah, <laughs> your yeah. zest for that part. Went on to the next one. One of the weirdest things I saw, and I have noticed this just with the, the bathrooms in these outer areas. So the the this was, the next one was on like 100 and, I had 124th, 25th, somewhere in there. Oh, wow. All right, so you're getting further out. Yeah, got further out. Again, I'm not seeing where people are going to want to spend money for this. Well, because this is like a, you know, it's it's a unique tour. It's a unique opportunity that most people don't get. One thing that did terrify me, though, that I admit I was legitimately nervous about 
was the bathroom at one of these establishments. It's being asked if this uh, next establishment you went to, did they have lady bartenders as well? Yes, they did. Okay. Yes, they did. Thank you for Yes. Actually, I think it was pretty much lady bartenders all around. Oh, so right. there were no... None of those real bartenders. No guy bartenders. bartenders. Oh, my God. Do not turn this into a thing where people <laughs> are going to... people to send angry emails to I you. really <laughs> don't want any angry emails. I really don't. Sorry, Greg. I'll I'm just sit sorry. Over here and I misspoke. <laughs> In the middle of trying to tell a story, this is why lady podcasters have mute buttons. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the bartender. <sighs> oh my God, that's one word. Anyway, the scary thing about this one was that uh, the bathroom at this place at this establishment uh-huh. the lock was on the outside <laughs> you don't lock people out you get locked in to it do you have to knock to get let out thankfully nobody locked it but i went in there to use it and i'm like well that's this lock's on the wrong side and and so i i it was a functional lock that was on the Yeah, I mean, I had door. to use the restroom, so I didn't really have a choice to go in there. But yeah, it was a functional lock. There, And I looked at the inside of it. There was no way to unlock it. That's where the key is supposed to be. So it was flipped. Right, like they lock weird. people into the bathroom. That's how the lock was set up. Again, not selling this tour. So you might get kidnapped by being locked inside of a bathroom on 130th. Well, this is why it's a tour. You'll always have a buddy system and the people will, you know... You'll, you'll always have somebody that's watching out for you. Okay. I'm telling you, I think just from an a historical uh, from from a historical standpoint, I think this is an important tour that somebody needs to be doing, and I am considering taking people on this. So if you want to, uh, if you want to inquire, I just don't I know if I up. feel safe with you. Why not? Why like, wouldn't you be safe really, with me? You're not really. Uh, you're not really tough. Like if things when if if shit all of a sudden what do you mean goes, tough? I don't know. Like if shit goes wrong, like if you know a lady bartender all of a sudden brings out her fisticuffs and like, I would just see you like just kind of shrieking and running, like you wouldn't be able to help anybody if like you're taking us all out into the outer regions of you know. Well, Portland. I'm not your protection. I mean, you know, I'll you're the guide, guide you. Do you have to guide and protect? Well, I'll talk down anybody that's anything that's going to happen. I'll engage. I'll 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 talk because I've observed. You know everything that goes on, so I feel like I could, I would be able to, um, to uh, engage and and de-escalate de-escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what would happen. That's how it would work. So, uh, if somebody buys a, or we could all go undercover to where you're not even known, just spit a lot. Do you get like free like stick on scabs? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> but yeah, that's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. That's horrible. I was just thinking, I was like going undercover as meth heads. Well, that's just yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's not going to happen. It's not all meth heads. See, this is the common misnomer. I just picture it's all it's white, not all meth cracky heads. ladies kind of walking Wrong. around on their Wrong. Wrong. No, it, absolutely not. It's uh, it's definitely not all white. It's mm. definitely not all meth necessarily. There's, mm. hey, there's Everybody's a little bit off. Okay. For sure. Just in their own absolutely. ways. Absolutely. Everybody's off. Um. But yeah, no, it's a it's a diverse kind of off. So that's why that's why it's an interesting tour. A smorgasbord of terrible. Uh, yes, that's that's a good way to put mm-hmm. it. Yeah, a smorgasbord of history, Sarah. So, I like how you keep replacing like anything with terrible uh-huh. or god awful or meth addled with history. Histor- historical. 
It's an historical Portland It's original tour. Portland. You have, to say it, you have to say it properly. An historical. Yeah, but technically, aren't you supposed to say a historical? No, it's an historical. Yeah, but it starts with an H. I know, but that's just the way that the cookie crumbles. No, I think you're supposed to say a historical. No, it sounds an, better. No, it sounds you're better to, to say, say an historical. Yes, you're. It but sounds, it sounds better to say a historical. No, it sounds better to say an his, historical. But I mean, I think it's. I think you're supposed to say. A no, hist- it's douchey and I hate it, but it's an historical. It doesn't make any mm, sense. Yeah, but that's not. It, it doesn't begin with a vowel. Greg, I don't know what to tell you. That's just the way that it is. No, oh, yeah, but then when you say an hour instead of a hour. I don't know. Well, anyway, either way. Simon is pointing out that that isn't even original Portland. It was annexed in the 1980s. <laughs> Simon is the... Uh, I watched Astral Christmas Vacation over the weekend. And the old man who stands out there, you know, after everything's like all set up and it looks good. It's like, the little lights are not twinkling. He's a little lights are not twinkling kind of guy. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, I have three Portland stories. Well, not Portland, but three Oregon stories to start off with. Okay. The first one is an actual live and local update from a listener of ours who witnessed... An historic occasion over this past weekend. Okay. Greg, one of our friends, I won't name her name just in case she doesn't want to be associated with this story. At noon yesterday, a wonderful, vivacious, beautiful listener of ours actually saw, witnessed, I dare say, in person... The resurgence of the Portland Pooper. Oh, what? The Portland Pooper has been spotted, and not just spotted by any random person, but by, in fact, a listener of Fun Employment Radio. So we did really? get reports. All right, first I want to give a hand, mm. hand to Fun Employment Radio listeners for keeping on top of this story. Cutting I, edge. I we're feel like the media edge. tried to bury this. Now, can you give us a, just a recap of what... What oh, we're talking sure. about here, because I mean, people need to understand. Over the past couple months, so I guess over the past like like six to eight months, I'd say, uh, the area in southeast Portland has been riddled with the after effect of an individual known only as the Portland Pooper. Now, we have a full picture of his face, imagery of him. He exists, but nobody has been able to catch him. Since then, the Portland Pooper story has kind of fallen off the grid. Yes. However... I have been following. I've fallen off the grid, or is there a cover-up? Involved? I think there might be some sort of cover-up because that's kind of what my my theory is starting to get. I mean, how does this just disappear? Mm. Somebody is doing this. I think somebody is. Uh, I think there's the media's involved. I think there could be some high-level politicians involved. I mean, we could have a like the wire kind of thing going on. Oh here. my gosh! Yeah, I think so everybody could be involved. You know, somebody is covering it up because this person's out there. But you have now an update on this story. We do. We have a definitive update. Okay. Uh, or as Keelan likes to... Keelan, this is the best nickname ever. Or as we like to call the Portland Pooper, DB Pooper. <laughs> because he has not yet been caught. DB Pooper, okay. He's very elusive. But he's still on the run. Yep. DB Pooper, a.k.a. the Portland Pooper, is... 
still on the run, but he has been witnessed, but he was able to get away. So our friend saw him yesterday at noon. But let me tell you this. He's changed quadrants. What? The last few times, as I just recently stated, he's been in Southeast Portland. Yes. The Portland pooper has taken the trip across the river. Leaving his dirty mark everywhere. Leaving his dirty markings wherever he roams. He has decided Filthy to leavings. cross the bridge. He crossed the Willamette. Cross the bridge. He, he went downtown. Willamette. And he went downtown. Yes, the Portland pooper was spot mid poop. Spotted mid poop by <laughs> our listener. Outside of sorry that you're uh, going to be associated with this comic book store, but outside of Floating World Comics. Downtown. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 which is downtown on 4th and Cooch now. Uh, okay, so our listener was there. Listener was there. And I saw actually She was inside. She, she, she was, was inside. inside. Going about her business, she was shopping going about for her comics. Business, just shopping for comics, just having a great day. Lo and then all of a sudden, what happened? All Please sudden, recreate this story for me. Right. I'm going to. I'm going to. Tone this down. Do we need some more? Uh, let's see. What kind of dramatic music? We need or some mystery music? Okay, let me see if I can find some. Obviously, we should have prepared for this. Well, I'm but... sorry, I didn't want to spoil the story. I didn't. I, no, I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't. Uh, let's see here. Dramatic music. This looks like it's a star dramatic music thing. I don't know if that's something I want. Well, no, you have to have like dramatic music, but like dramatic mystery music. Mystery music. Yeah, okay. Why are you, dramatic music? You suck at looking up music, Craig. Get better at looking at Why music, Why is everybody Greg? so angry at me today? Maybe it's not everybody. If everyone's just angry at you, maybe you need to realize that maybe it's you that's the problem. <laughs> if you're the common I'm denominator... I'm happy today. Like I'm, if you're the common denominator... It's because I was in a good are, mood today. Really Nobody that, likes it when you're happy. I get it. Because is this... What is this? Is this Adele? Hello... This sounds like something I'd be listening to in like I a massage parlor. I think it's like a video parlor. game, video game music. <laughs> How many massage parlors do you? No, what I'm saying, like when they play like Enya or something, it sounds like that. All right, let's try this one. What's with the panting? I don't know. I don't know what you want. You, I just found out I needed to find mystery music right now. I just thought you were able to do the task. I didn't realize that it would be such a burden for you. Anyway, Greg, fine. I'll, I'll just continue on with the story. No. There we go. What happened right. is this. So tell us, the, tell us the tale. It was a dark and stormy day. I'm just going to say her name. She won't care. Tala was at Floating World Comics, enjoying her day, having a little post-holiday celebration for herself, perusing the comics. The what is I'm this sure based is a, on a true story. Or? I don't know. No, okay, yeah. Know. So it's based on a true story. It's loosely based on a true-ish story. You're filling in some holes there in the. Mm-hmm. Looking up from her favorite comic, I believe it was uh, Aaron Duran's Dark Anna. Looked up and she's like, oh my god, what is that? Right before her very eyes, she saw a man. But not any man. And she didn't see his face. 
Where was the man? He was out there squatting. He was out there squatting and pooping and pooping and squatting some more. Oh, God, she exclaimed. Why is that man pooping outside of this amazing, I think, comic book store? The man then pulled up his pants and proceeded to loiter outside of the business. Tala didn't know what to do, so she contacted one of the employees at the comic store, saying, I think I saw the Portland pooper outside. It was then she was ushered out back and never saw the Portland pooper again. He is still on the loose. He is still on the loose. I repeat, the Portland pooper is on the move and on the loose. He has migrated to downtown Portland. He could show up in your neighborhood next. Protect yourself from the Portland pooper. Thank you for that update. Yeah. So it's right in front of the glass door. Be a, a little bit too graphic. I'm sorry, when I'm talking about the Portland Pooper, like, I have to be as honest as possible. Yes. Portland story number one. All right, Portland story number two out of Eugene. Out of Eugene, Oregon. Oregon. An Oregon man got into trouble over this past weekend after he decided to express his anger toward the Department of Revenue by releasing a flock of chickens inside of the office. How does that get back at them? Well, I, I don't know. Louis J. Adler, 66 years young, thought that he was going to be able to prove his point by setting loose seven chickens in the tax office's lobby. Uh, this happened this past Wednesday after a meeting with employees and being frustrated with the outcome. Now, I do not know if he brought the chickens. Seven chickens. With him. Exactly seven chickens. Okay. I don't know if he was like driving around with them and he's just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to bring my chickens in here and I'm just going to show them who's boss. Mm-hmm. But uh, So it does say the reason behind the frustration that caused Mr. Adler to release his chickens remained unclear. And he was given notice for trespassing. Now, the chickens were unharmed and did not damage any property before they were delivered to the Humane Society. So uh, they did say, the Humane Society did say it's definitely our busiest time of the year. We are now full of chickens as well. It's not often we take seven chickens in at once, and, and certainly not under this circumstance. So... If you, in fact, are looking for any chickens, there are seven chickens available for adoption at the Green Hill Humane Society. Not sure if that's in Eugene or not, but I'm assuming so because that's where the story is from. People like chickens. So what, it's just people get too many chickens and then they drop them off? So all these people who want, oh, I'm going to be an urban chicken farmer now, but then they're not they really prepared, the then they don't understand that they're chickens and you have to, you know, they're not a... Greg, I, I really don't know about an extreme chicken farmer problem. I, and then they're dropping the first, off their chickens because they, got, they can't the handle it? I've, I've heard of the chickens, so I don't know for sure. Mm. But there is a... Uh, also, So I give you an update on the Portland Pooper. There is also an update on a story that we had from a few months ago out of Salem, Oregon. This is my three for Oregon stories. The dive-bombing owls are back. The dive bombing owls. Oh, remember the owls yes, that were attacking I do remember people's them. heads? Yeah. They went away for a little while, but now These they are owl back. terrors? Yes. So this is happening. Uh, so it was happening in Salem, and it's also happening in Salem and Oregon City. So this is so the famous jogger attacking owl of Salem, Oregon, appears to have returned to town or at least inspired a new flock of imitators. Oh, no. The Oregon Water Resources Department said that two workers 
have been attacked in two separate incidents in different Salem locations. This happened last week. The first leaving marks on the man's head and the second knocking a half, or excuse me, a hat off of a worker's head. So neither uh, person was seriously injured. The first worker who was attacked, Mr. Dwight French, described his injuries similar to those from a really violent haircut. That's that is a strange way to describe that. Isn't that a strange way to describe it? How many violent haircuts has he had? I don't know. Like, does he think that people being, like, will relate to? In the head? You're going to a bad barber if that's the case. Yeah. Oh, you know, it reminds me of like my first violent haircut that I had. Ooh. I don't know. Well, Dwight French and his violent haircuts. Uh, so it is the, the right time of year for barred owls to become territorial, which is maybe the reason why they're starting to lash out and attack people. More specifically, human heads. Okay. All right. Now, the attacks may have been the work of the same dive-bombing owl uh, blamed on at least four attacks on joggers in early 2015. Now, the attacks, I think you remember this when we talked about this, inspired the city to recommend hard hats while jogging in certain areas. Uh, so they are actually going to probably put up some beware of owl signs if this continues to happen. They'd made a joke of it last time, however. But now they're really going to go through but with it. now they're really thinking about it. It's not it. a joke anymore, Sarah. The owl's nickname is, if you remember from last time, Owl Capone. <laughs> you know that's funny. I knew you were going to laugh. Yeah, it is pretty funny. Uh, you can buy Owl Capone uh, t-shirts and beers from local breweries. I didn't realize that. There's an Owl Capone themed Some, beer. Oh, good for them. Capitalizing on that. Mm, yep. I kind of want an Owl Capone t-shirt. Owl Capone. T-shirt. I wear the hell of an Owl Capone t-shirt. I know we have listeners in Eugene. If mm. you have the means to acquire an... Owl Capone t-shirt. Sarah would be interested. Yes. Yes, I would be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I think I'll just go to this one. Okay. You just do it. You just go to that one. Because this is my favorite story of the day because so okay. many people have sent this to me. I feel like you all know my soul. Like, these are things that, like... Oh, that's scary. Once you hear it, you'll know why. I don't know. I feel like people, like, they sometimes someone just really gets me and it was a lot of someone's who really get me this time and I thank you. It's a story out of Florida. Okay. A Florida woman has been arrested after riding around a motorized cart in a Walmart while dining on sushi and drinking wine. That's <laughs> <laughs> a Florida woman arrested for riding around on a motorized cart in Walmart. That wasn't, she wasn't only eating sushi, though. She was having herself quite the meal. This lady <laughs> is my spirit animal. A Florida woman faces theft and drug paraphernalia charges after driving a motorized shopping cart through Walmart while eating and drinking items that she had not purchased from the store. That's Her name is... In so a this... strange way, that's pretty badass. She just doesn't give a fuck. I'm going to take what I want. So Jocelyn Lopez, she's 25 years young. Uh, allegedly, well, my, still my, minus the... The whole meth, shooting up the meth thing. So, well, you know, she. So, Jocelyn Lopez allegedly shot up meth and then exhibited some <laughs> odd behavior at a Walmart in Lacanto, uh, Florida. Now, she had a half-empty bottle of wine in her cart. All the while, while she was zipping around, <laughs> dining on sushi, mini muffins, cinnamon rolls, <laughs> and rotisserie chicken. I mean, if you look at it that way, it's an amazing buffet. If you don't have to worry about paying for anything. She's just zipping around. Like, oh, you know what? Swigging from a bottle of wine. I feel like some muffins now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm out of wine. Better go fill up. The I'll tell you what. I would pay. I would pay a fair amount of money if I got, like, half hour of unfettered access to whatever was in Walmart. 
And I could zip around on that and eat whatever I want and drink whatever I wanted. Oh, yeah. That'd duh, be pretty that's damn like the fun. the theme of career opportunities, except for it was a Target, not a Walmart. I don't know. It's a terrible, terrible 90s movie where they get locked in a Walmart or in a Target Oh, is that with the, that's with the Jennifer, uh, what's her name, isn't it? Yeah, I can't remember. Really hot chick. Yeah, yeah. Jennifer Connelly. Yeah, Jennifer yep. Connelly. Mm-hmm. That was me sending a wink. Don't be creepy. That was pretty creepy. Yeah. The sheriff's office responded to a call from Walmart that Lopez was being held after consuming $32.36 worth of food and wine inside the store. Uh, Lopez told a deputy that she was doing this because she was hungry and didn't want to take any of the items outside of the store <laughs> and consumed everything that she could while inside of the store. I mean, that's the rule, right? If you eat it in store, you don't have to pay you for it. You don't have to pay for it. Yeah, it's only if you leave totally the store legit. with it, I'm assuming. Uh, she further states that she knew what she was doing was wrong. However, she just wanted to do it anyway. Yeah. Watch. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, again, got to give her credit. Like, she's like, nope, this is what I'm going to do. This is my dream. I know it's wrong. Do I not, don't give a fuck. I am going to ride around. ruin my dream. I mean, like I said, minus the math part. Sounds like a pretty good time. I want muffins now. Oh, where can I find this? Oh, the muffin aisle. Well, there you have it, my friends. There is your world of crazy. Crazy. All right. That was that was pretty fast. Yeah. That would be pretty good. She does have a real sweet spirit. Yeah. <laughs> sweet spirit, I guess. Is I'm that a sweet ma- spirit? I'm just impressed. I mean, yeah, I, I wish there was video of this. Mm. I mean, somebody's got to have video. There has to be video. There will be I video. I hope it comes out. Point. Oh, for sure. I just want to see her swigging out of the bottle of wine, like eating her sushi and <laughs> running into things, <laughs> like knocking over stands. And yeah. 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 That's, that's pretty good. Nope. Um, all right. We need to do a little bit of ball talk because I've, I've got some. I've got some ball talk stories. Oh, you do? Yes. All right. What are you doing over there? I'm Greg Nibbler. <laughs> Let's talk balls. balls. First up in ball talk, well, I do have a bit of a sad story. Oh. But I have to I have to do it. Has to do with the Harlem Globetrotters great Meadowlark Lemon. So, um, Meadowlark Lemon is one of the original, well, I don't know if he's actually the original, but he's been around with the Harlem Globetrotters forever. Played over 16,000 games around the world with the team. I probably saw him when I was a kid when they came to town. Mm. I'm, I'm assuming I probably did. Oh, yeah. Known as the Crown Prince of Basketball with the Harlem Globetrotters, bringing joy all over the world. He has passed away. He's 83. Mm. So had a, had a had a good long life, but yes, he has passed away. So Meadowlark Lemon, the Harlem Globetrotters, rest in peace. Oh, That's all I had to say. Good man. All right, moving on to ball talk. Let's go to this. Just a, just a little potpourri. A little smattering of this. A little, little of that. Uh, I do have this story. Mark Jackson, 
who is an NBA commentator. He is the guy who came up with the phrase that's the most annoying catchphrase ever. If you watch any NBA basketball, he is the guy that says, Mama, there goes that man. Oh, God. It's so bad. He's trying so hard, and he's been doing it for years. Lance still has Trying to make that. Well, it's sticking because he keeps doing it. Nobody else is going to do that. I mean, I remember even back when we were doing Sportlandia, I was, it drove me nuts then. Mama, there goes that man. All right, will you stop saying that now, please? Mark Jackson. What about him? Mark Jackson is also the former coach of the Golden State Warriors, and he got fired then the year after Steve Kerr took over and took them to an NBA championship. I believe he's still a little bit bitter about this. No. And... He's so bitter that he said one of these things. So if you don't know, if you don't follow the NBA, the Golden State Warriors are an incredible team right now. They broke the record for starting off the season without losing. I think they went to, what, like 28 straight wins or something, which breaks the record. Steph Curry is playing basketball like very few people ever have. He's, He's just on another level of how good he is. He's honestly a lot of fun to watch. If you haven't, even if you don't follow basketball, and I'm not a Golden State Warriors fan, but I'm saying watch a game just to watch Steph Curry, how he is playing right now. It's pretty incredible, and it's pretty fun to watch. He's clearly the MVP. He was MVP last year. He's clearly on pace to be the MVP this year. However, Mark Jackson, old bitter Mark Jackson, made a statement saying that, to agree, Steph Curry's hurting the game. He's claiming that Steph Curry, because he's playing so well, it's hurting the game of basketball. Because he sees high school kids and other players trying to be like him and shooting these threes. Shouldn't that be inspiring? But because they can't be like Steph Curry, it's hurting the game of basketball because he's so good. I don't know. Anyway, that's what it is. This is what it, oh, by the way, Steph Curry was also named, named Associated Press Male Athlete of the Year. Awesome. But he's hurting the game of basketball because he's too good. Moving on to ball talk. I got a couple of weird ones. Um, I got, got a funny one, got a weird one. The funny one is this, and uh, I know this, realize this is a podcast, but I'm going to highly encourage someone to look up the, the uh, gif of this. And it has to do with the St. Louis Rams playing the Seattle Seahawks yesterday. The Rams ended up winning the game, but the Rams punter... Uh, this guy named John Hecker. <laughs> There's some really funny memes out there of him. So he's the punter. He punted the ball for one one round and was jogging down the field. You know, while they were while while somebody else was returning the ball. He saw the one of the defensive ends for the Seattle Seahawks, Cliff Averill, who wasn't looking at him at all, going mm-hmm. the different direction. And this punter, punt, this skinny dude, walks up b- behind him and like totally cold clocks him and knocks him to the ground, like blindsides him and knocks Cliff Averill to the ground, not hurting him, but just like shoved him to the ground when he wasn't looking or expecting it. And then, and then like just ran off. Oh, geez. <laughs> like, a, you know, like, like a little asshole. And then the, uh, the next time he went up to punt, it is one of the funniest scenes ever because this Cliff Averill, who's a giant dude, yeah. you know, he just got blindsided. He didn't see him. So he tripped. 
as soon as this guy punts, he went running up to him and then just stood there, like, and, and <laughs> kind of balked at him and scared him. And the punter, like, turns around, tries to run off, and then one of the Seahawks' other teammates runs up and does the same thing and, like, just charges at him and then stands. And he falls to the ground and, like, covers his head. Oh, my God. It's so, it's so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Real tough guy. Uh, that that happened. So I encourage you look up that it just just because it's hilarious. John Hecker, and it'll be the first thing that comes up. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to ball talk. Uh, here's just a bizarre one. This is this is a case of not an not a professional athlete kind of making an ass of themselves online. It's the case of a professional athlete's wife, mm. and this woman is Miko Grimes. So Miko Grimes' husband is the one of the cornerbacks for the Miami Dolphins. His name's Brent Grimes. And Miko Grimes, I guess, has done this before. She was arrested at a Dolphins game in September for uh, disorderly conduct, where she was, she, I believe she was drunk and did something. And now she has made her Twitter account private, but she's also approved all of these people, so pretty much everybody can see what she's posting on Twitter anyway. Mm-hmm. And she has this thing out... For a lot of people, she feels everybody's trying to wrong her husband. Oh, boy. And including these three reporters in town, she calls them the triple A's. There's these these three reporters from Miami News that report on the Dolphins. And then also their quarterback, the Miami Dolphins quarterback, Ryan Tannenhill. So this is a series of what she posted kind of in order on yesterday when the Dolphins lost. So she retweeted Adam H. Beasley. That's one of her triple A's where he said, Grimes pick negated by Grimes hold. Kind of his year. No, so he's saying that Brent Grimes isn't playing this well. She retweeted it and said, look at this fuck boy. Then she wrote, in conclusion, the triple A's have an agenda. Destroy the defense and make everything look like Tannen- Tannehill is not the problem. The triple A's, Armando, Andrew, and Adam, fuck all three of y'all with Magic Johnson's dick. Whoa. This is what, oh, it gets worse. I don't even know if I want to repeat some of it. So according to these fuckboys, y'all call reporters. The D has to hold teams to 12 points per game since that's what our offense averages lately. I knew this QB stunk. She's talking about his team, her husband's teammate, the quarterback of the team. I knew this QB stunk the minute we signed to this team, but I tried to keep quiet so I didn't discourage Bay from believing in his team. I should have known we were going to lose when I heard we didn't complete a single pass in two-minute drills this week against the practice squad. It just keeps going on. Uh... <clears throat> It's funny how the retweet fans are okay with the media trashing everyone except him. Get y'all dick-riding asses out my mentions. He's a bum. What the hell? This is the player's wife. That's a wife? Oh, God. And there's a final one he says that Somebody needs to I have am her not Twitter. even going to repeat what it is. It's so... I don't want to read it. Okay. So I'm not going to read it. But you can look it up. Deadspin has it. This is, uh, anyway, a professional athlete's wife. I mean... If you look at it from the aspect of, like, any job, like, would you want your significant other tweeting about God, your no. job? Like, that's, that's like, say you work for, I don't know, what, what, wherever you work, you go home and then your significant other is online posting shit about your coworkers and about your company and about your bosses. That would be awful. It's not going to look too good. It doesn't look too good. So anyway, there she is. That is Miko Grimes. Uh, Moving on to ball talk. We'll go to this final one. And this is a very very touching moment in sports that I want to address. 
And it has to do with the camaraderie between two men who have played many games against each other, competed against each other in Super Bowls, and two of the greatest players to ever play the game. Both have gone through adversity, and now this is a tale of how they stick up for each other. I'm talking about Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. Oh, Jesus. Peyton Manning, over this weekend, was accused by Al Jazeera, Al Jazeera News, of using HGH in his recovery from his neck surgery that he had a couple of years ago. So that is, of course, illegal in the NFL. You're not supposed to, you can't do that in the NFL. But they're saying that he took HGH, human growth hormone, in 2011. And the problem is this. Al Jazeera made all these uh, proclamations saying it was true. And then it turns out their source said, no, I I made that up. It was after it was already up there. So that that is kind of bullshit. And Peyton Manning did go on and talk about it. However, what I want to focus on more is the support and clear friendship that him and Tom Brady have for each other. I've got some quotes from them. thought maybe I would read what they're saying about each other. Oh, that's really yes, nice. Yes, and it's a very touching moment in sports. Uh, so if maybe we can yeah, put on some uh, some music that I think would maybe uh, go along with this. The, sure. The love and respect these two quarterbacks have for each other. So this is what Tom Brady said about Tate Manning's problems. I would consider him a good friend, and you hate to see your good friends going through anything like that. He's been a great player for this league, for his teams, for his organizations. He's been one of the best players to ever play the game. Nobody has more respect for Peyton than I do and everything he's accomplished. There are always challenging times, but he's a tough guy. I know that. He's a very mentally and physically tough guy. That is what Tom Brady said. Now, Peyton Manning... Oh, excuse me, never mind. Uh, This is Tom Brady as well, was asked if he might try to contact Manning. Here is Brady's reply. He's a big boy. He knows how to handle these things. (laughs) These These are his exact quotes. Like I said, he's a very mentally tough guy. There's nothing I really want to add because, I don't know... Someone writes a story and to comment on the story that someone writes all the time. I don't know the details of anything. I fully support Peyton and my friendship with him over the years. He's a guy that I can always count on and he's been someone who has always been so supportive of me. We'll have lifelong friendships. Truthfully, I don't put much into anything. I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of support and he has the same. I'm a big fan and supporter of his so that's how I really feel about everything. Was Tom Brady? That was beautiful, Greg. Now, earlier in the year, of course, when Brady was going through Deflategate, Peyton Manning had something to say about his buddy okay. Tom Brady. I've said it before: Tom is a friend of mine. He'll always be a friend of mine. It's a situation that I don't know all the details. I have not read all of the reports, any of the reports, and our friendship won't change no matter what happens. pretty passionate like i said i'll speak it as clearly and slowly as i can he's my friend he'll always be my friend Sounds like you're gonna say he's my friend he's my lover (laughs) (laughs) i don't know what happened i don't have much more than that for you it was peyton manning on speaking about his 
friend, Tom Brady. That was beautiful. So there we go. Well, loving lovers. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. That was very well said. He's my friend. He'll always be my friend. Best friend. (laughs) Big Manning and Tom Brady. Very moving. Yep. Yep. So there you go. I just want to make sure that everybody knew of that information. Thank you for that. Some more information to know, too, is that uh, Next Adventure is having amazing sales going on right now. Heck yeah. Next Adventure, of course, is a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, longtime sponsor. And they have pretty much everything you would ever need for any kind of outdoor. I mean, they're, they're, the, they're the best outdoor store out there. And for skiing and snowboarding. I have so many friends who I are mean. going yeah. up and, and doing that. Like our friend Amanda's up on the mountain today. Yeah, I would love to be up on the mountain yeah. right now. <laughs> um, they are a wonderful place. So you can buy... Pretty much anything you would ever think of for for any kind of outdoor needs. I mean, definitely skis, snowboards, all that kind of stuff that's happening right now. But then also jackets, gloves, backpacks, jackets, camping supplies, (laughs) just clothes. They've got great clothes. If you're here in town, they even have a whole used section, Mm -hmm. which is fantastic. And they are big supporters of us, so we really do appreciate them. Now you can go to the store here in town, of course, on the corner of Stark and Grand. Yes, right here in Portland, Oregon, and they also have the Paddle Ports. Paddle Sports Center. <laughs> you got the Stark and Grand, though. That was really I did get good. that. The Paddle Sports Center, which is just down the street from there, where you can buy all kinds of, you know, any kind of canoes or anything like that that you would want. Um, or you can just order online at nextadventure.net. And if you do so, please let us know, because we really appreciate their sponsorship. And they're a great store, so you're going to get your money's worth out of that. And uh, we just like to know that it's all working out for everybody. Absolutely. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, we do have a birthday before we go. <clears throat> yes, we do. We got, uh, we got a message here. A birthday for... Cecilia. Yes. Cecilia. Greg was totally singing. Down on my knees. Isn't that how that goes? Is that is that about Cecilia? It's yes, it's Down about on the my specific. knees. I'm ready for you to I'm begging you please to come I'm home. I'm begging you please to come home. Is that how it goes? Yes, I'm sure Cecilia's don't go. never heard that. Probably song. not. I'm never. sure Nobody, I'm sure she's no never heard weird it. Weird guy has ever sung that to her. No, not at all. Mm. Happy birthday, Cecilia. Happy birthday, Cecilia. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure I'm the first person that's ever mentioned that there is a song named Cecilia. I'm sure you are. I doubt she is. I'm sure her mind, she's like, what? What? What song? There's a song with my name? How have I never heard about this? Thank you, Greg. Thank you. This is the greatest birthday present I could have ever asked for. That's it's probably like what she was. the first time someone sang me Sarah Smiles and like, they're like, oh, you haven't <laughs> heard that, have you? <laughs> It's like the first time someone makes a joke about my last name. Like, oh, yeah, you. no one's ever made that one before. Wait, Nebula, like on Futurama? <laughs> Did you get it for Futurama? Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You are all fantastic. We really do appreciate your listenership. Um, we will be uh, back tomorrow at the regular time for live listeners. Funemploymentradio.com slash subscribe if you'd like to do so. Six ninety nine a month. First week is free. You get to listen live and to all the other fine programming that is on this network. Um, if you have any updates, if you encounter the Portland Pooper, because we seem to be the, the only media outlet that's reporting on this we are We are covering the true tough story. I mean, I feel like there's going to be some kind of a smear campaign against us because we're exposing the truth. That the media is trying to cover up, that there is a Portland pooper out there, and he's ravaging this city. He is ravaging it. So tweet us at Fun Emp Radio. Yes. At Fun Emp Radio, and give us your hot tips. Real if hot. If you if you encounter any of these things, thank you to Tala for for the information. Yes. It's a cover up. 
conspiracy. It is. I'm, it's all levels, I think, are at it. It is definitely a wire Coming kind of situation. From yep. Coming from the top. And we're going to crack this case. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Com, bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.